Welcome back to Deathcast, everybody. I'm Carl Fernando. I'm Michael. I'm Davey Boy. And we've got a very special guest this week, Mr. Corey. Hey, how you doing, everyone? Yeah. Oh, man. That was, um, this is, this is a long time coming. Uh, both, <laughs> both, a very both, long, a yeah, very long both time coming. recording and forgetting you on the actual podcast, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's probably one other person that we've been trying to get on for as long as you, and I think it's Dylan. Oh, right like, on. Yeah, well, he likes his movies, man. He's got yeah. quite the collection. So Yeah. So, mm. fucking, for people who don't know, um, Corey, I used to work with Corey. Michael still works with Corey. Uh, and I don't, I don't work with Corey. <laughs> Dave doesn't work with Corey. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, why don't, you, why don't you give, like, give people the fucking lowdown on what you do? Like, you, you know, you're in bands and shit. Dude, you're always working on something. Mm, I'm a project it, guy. Oh, man, that's fucking good. But, like, what I really like is the projects vary. Because, like, look, since I've been down here in Melbourne, um, there's a lot of art, there's a big artist community down here. Like, you, you, right. you'd know that. And, but I feel like everyone who's an artist, they, they work on a, a lot of things, but it's always got to do within their field. So if they're like, you know, they're a, a fucking musician and they're in a rock band, they'll be like, oh, yeah, but, like, I'll go play guitar and for a fucking jazz, a jazz band or a jazz club and I'll go bask and I'll do this. And it's all got to centered around music. Yep. Whereas you, you fucking build shit. <laughs> like, you, know like you actually work with your fucking hands, man. I love it. I got, I got a problem, man. What happens is I get an idea in my stupid fucking brain Hey, can I say mm. fucking on this podcast? Oh, <laughs> let, me, let me say fucking yeah. one more time. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't noticed Carl fucking say fucking like fucking five fucking times already? I get, an I, idea, I get an idea in my head and I can't move on until I, I, I get it out. Like I've got to go through the process, you know? Um, yeah. Th- it happened a while back. I made like a little arcade machine that you guys probably saw. Um, like this portable arcade thing with arcade buttons and sticks and a built-in screen and everything like that you can take around it's battery powered um but i just couldn't do anything else until i made that and finished it to the point where i could use it and then i haven't used it since it's just one of those things i just i just need to get the shit out of my head um you're like building guitars building fucking things painting whatever you know like it's all gumming up my spare time you know yeah, you're a true you're a true Renaissance man when it comes to that. It's, I, I really like it. Like, I'm pretty sure it like, says that on my Facebook profile. <laughs> Renaissance and then, man. And then your fucking and then your profile picture is like you wielding a fucking a long sword. Yeah. Nothing but, but your undies. I'm ready no, to but duel. Like, no, but it's it's really That's it, not a bad really, idea. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> no, Dave, don't you do it. <laughs> Oh, that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Corey's a Corey's a long time listener, first time caller in. That's right. Um, he is <laughs> one of the fucking OG fans. Thanks. Of <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. <laughs> well, well, back in the day, back in the day, Michael and I had a had a, a brief 
dalliance with a, with a podcast for yeah. over a year. Yeah, yeah. Which still gives me cool. Facebook notifications, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, people are still like checking in. We don't know who they are and why they care, but every once in a while it's like, hey, seven people visited your shit. I'm like, no, they didn't. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> seven fucking r- Russian trolls visited your site. Yeah, yeah. bots, man. Yeah. Oh, no, but mm. the, I yeah that your podcast that podcast was a really good it's a really good concept. Mm. Um, why did you stop doing that? Was it just purely fun? <laughs> it's a, it was well. First of all, it's a terrible concept because what? Okay, so the idea was um, yeah, Michael theory, Michael wrote uh, uh, a comic book and I was illustrating the comic book. The problem was we only did the podcast every two weeks. And for an hour, and that meant I only ever worked on the comic book an hour every fortnight. So yeah. for over the course of a year, I got uh, I got through five unfinished pages. You know, yeah. it, it wasn't like, and and that wasn't even it. I was I was happy to keep doing that, but we we when I say we, I fucked up one day and accidentally deleted our entire um, Google account and lost all of our like well at least half of our videos. It was probably oh, like 20 hours of damn. content. Oh, We've still got all the audio podcasts up there, but like when you lose all the video, because it was a visual based con- um, concept where yes. you could see me drawing the artwork as we talked and stuff. Um, it was just too much of a hit. And and at that point I was like, you know what? Fuck, I feel like I haven't made any decent progress. I wasn't happy with the artwork I'd already put up at that yeah. point. And it, I think we took a break as well and we never really came back to it. Yeah, that's more like, what happened. We, we, yeah. we never, like I was, yeah, I was keen to get back into it, but it just like, it was... It just never came to be. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a good experience. It was a good learning experience and stuff. And I learned that if you're going to do something like this, you you have to focus on one thing. Like I was drawing at half of my ability because I was too busy trying to converse. And I wasn't talking as well as I could be because I was drawing all the time. You know, it was... Have you you ever thought about revisiting it? Um, But having drawn, drawn, drawing it in stages... So you're not drawing and talking at the same time. Mm. So then you can like present what you've done and talk about how you got there. Yeah. Well, and I then, mean, yeah. anything's possible. I love doing the podcast with Michael. So I'd, I'd love to sort of check back in and come up with something new to do. That that's... We did have some very interesting conversations. I must we say. did. And, and to be honest, as, as far as the podcast goes, it was pretty topical and interesting, you know. Um, mm. but it was it, all like pop culture centric. Yeah, like, that, yeah. We, and yeah. the best uh, peek behind the veil, we used to jump on like five minutes before the show and just quickly look at some pop culture websites, news and shit and go, oh shit, we should talk about that. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. man. Zero I've, done, that with, I've yeah. done this with this podcast. I'm just kind of like, I know there was something I wanted to talk about, but I've forgotten it. So I'm just going to look at some fucking trumped up article on BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's it, man. Yeah. Top 10 things that happened in comic news this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know that all too well, man. Mm. But yeah, no, um, I missed that podcast. It it was it was a good like I like what Dave said. Um, man, we I, had I, shirts I, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two. We had exactly two shirts. <laughs> I still got mine. It's fucking floating around here somewhere. Yeah. Actually, wait a minute. Fuck. Wait, weren't you supposed to get some Deficast shirts? Yeah, I did for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. Screw I got, you. I got, we're going through a global pandemic at the moment, all right? Food I don't want them now. I want them like, when you made them before. <laughs> I, got, I think I got them like two years ago. but um, That's what I, I wanted them. Yeah, I made, pandemic then. I made, I made one up, but I'm, I wasn't too happy with the quality of it. Um, 
because like I could peel off the print, and I was just Ooh. like, oh, that's that's a that's gonna come off in a few washes. Yeah. Um, but then in, anyway, too, it was yeah, like I don't, I don't want that one either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the logo, I wasn't happy with the logo. Um, we have a logo. Yeah, our fucking our heads. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not a graphic. I'm not a graphic fucking designer, so it's very, it's very like, how do I, you know, Google searches, how do I do this and how do I do that? And it just looks, the quality of it's really shit. So I'm like, I'm going to have to get an actual graphic designer or somebody to look at it and make us a good logo once, once I'm, you know, once we've got it all up and running and stuff again, because it's the same with, same with mental piracy. Um, now that I'm writing a lot more, I'm going to be putting up, I'm going to be, the website is going to be a lot more professional um, once I've gathered a lot of things. So, but yeah, like there's a lot of, yeah, Corey, you'd know, there's, there's a lot of back end shit, like mm. stuff that you do behind the scenes that takes up a shit ton of your time. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just do, like, it's funny. It's funny because it's like now, like I'm self isolating with Anna. And it's been a week, and I think the only thing I've done is I've completed, like, three assignments for uni. And I'm <laughs> like, I haven't touched anything of my own things. And I'm like, there's there's um film comps, you know, screenwriting competitions that I need to apply to before the end of the month. And I'm like, I think I've, I've done one. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I need to get my ass in gear, but it's just the fucking time. Like, there's not enough hours in the day. And then I'm like... I don't want to just wake up, go work, and then work all day, sixteen hours, and then go to sleep. Like, yep. gotta have some time to fucking relax too. Yeah, that was a long way Dude, of saying, babe. I, I, I had six weeks off, and I feel like even though I did a lot of stuff, I felt like I didn't achieve nearly enough. You know? Yeah, mm. yeah. It always, it always wants. I, I have this moment when I have like an extended period of time off. When it starts, I'm like, oh my god, I've got all this time, like. I can get so much done and I start thinking about the weeks coming and then it gets to the day before I have to go back to work and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Well, like, I just I just want to put this out there. I've got one week down of four weeks off, so I'm left with three weeks remaining. Mm-hmm. I've done sweet fuck all and I plan on doing sweet fuck all more. So <laughs> going to ease into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, Dave, don't, don't Dave, Dave. Slow down. Like, you, you're doing too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, this this podcast is probably Dave. the most uh, I've committed to in this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Just that explanation of Dave not doing anything for a week—that's the most thought he's put into anything all week. <laughs> Pretty much. <Really? laughs> Yeah, no, but I think, um, Corey, are you familiar with our new sort of format with what we're doing? Yeah, like... Probably not. Or, yeah? No, you are. Sorry. Well, I I know that you you don't announce the movie the week before you do everything in the one show now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, We also tend to... We talk shit before we dive shit. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, we'll check. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like we've, we've we've talked a bit of shit. I'm like, I think... Just even this is very much fly by the seat of your pants podcasting because it's like having a guest on. It's like you're just like, oh, what do you do? And fucking start talking shit with them because generally you haven't spoken to them for a while. Mm-hmm. So it's working out really fucking well. Yeah. But um, <laughs> there, there was something I did want to bring up, and like I don't care if it's like a guest episode or whatever. But yeah. given the current situation, 
Yeah. Um, like Wait, global, which one? The global <laughs> pandemic. And all that. Okay. Yeah. Just to clarify. <laughs> right. And like, what are what are the situations? How... <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's how, what I mean. It's just fucking all anyone's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I ended up trying uh, Pornhub Premium. Oh, is it free? Guilty. Is it free? Yeah, it's free. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, you just got to, like, make an account and that's it. Like, you're good to go. Look, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Wouldn't pay, for it. wouldn't pay for it. But while yeah. it's there, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. But, like, what do you get? Like, I would assume it just be, like, ad, yeah. no ad. Yes, and the question. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Actually, I didn't notice that, actually. Yeah, there are no ads. Yeah, right. Oh, right. That did they, not like register they, to me. Do they have ads on porn sites? On Pornhub, they do. Yeah, if you like before, like YouTube. Before I, I don't yeah. know personally, yeah. but I've heard that there's trailers and shit. You know, like <laughs> oh what? <laughs> no, you know, like you know, you click, in five seconds you can click a, uh, into the video. Corey's gonna have to start. Not every I heard like some, I some kids. I was I was social distancing, and I heard some kids talking about it on the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're watching a porno and it pops up beforehand. Do you need your lawn mode? Because... <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, no, you get you get access to stuff that like a, a lot of um channels will put behind the premium wall, which is like essentially like longer versions of their shorter videos, higher quality resolution, all that bullshit, and just. Yeah, I don't know. I think we should they, point out at this juncture that not a sponsor. <laughs> Although, I'm not, sure you guys would oh, yeah, be keen. Yeah, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it takes off, it takes off, you know. <laughs> People at home, they, they need content to fucking listen to. Hey, so, hey, what? you know what? Joe Rogan, one of the first sponsors of the Rogan podcast was Flashlight, so you never know. Uh, dude, they, they went and sponsored so many podcasts after that. <laughs> For a good couple of years there, it was like every fucking podcast yeah. to do was Fleshlight. Um, Actually, they, they I sent out Fleshlights to those people as well. Yeah. I, yeah, I still remember Kevin Smith talking about a Fleshlight. Like, <laughs> you would think with all the fucking sponsorships they'd thrown out, you'd, you'd see some Fleshlights in council pickup days, hey? Like, <laughs> there, would be, there would be some on the side of the road. Yeah, like, yeah, you wouldn't here. take it home, would you? <laughs> Well, and it'd be funny to see like a homeless dude pass down with a flashlight. Good for a fucking homeless dude. Hey, it could be a good couples project. You take it home, you refurb it, you know, give it a paint job. (laughs) See what happens. A bit of spit will get anything off. Yeah, that's it. And then fuck, when you're done with it, it's a good fucking... I was going to say, that comment has so many meanings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right, well, welcome, welcome to Defecast, Corey. <laughs> this is Baptism by it. fire. Is it, is it as fucking wonderful as you thought it would be? Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about later on, Nat's going to want to listen to this, and I'm going to be in trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's why you're like, I don't know if Pornhub has ads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, sorry, oh, when man. you... I've, I've found that I've recorded so many podcasts that Anna stopped listening to them. Ah, so, nice. <laughs> and as I pointed out to her, she won't come listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's probably sick of hearing your voice anyway. So <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't say anything on here that she wouldn't fucking know anyway. Yeah, uh, she wasn't really listening for him anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are points in your relationship where she's just looked at you and gone, "Are you still talking?" <laughs> 
<laughs> just, on, just on that day, it was funny. It was, we, went, we went for a drive today. We went to go pick up some um, pick up some free books from Facebook Marketplace. Um, we're driving back, and I was just saying to her, like, we're just talking shit. And I go, I go, you know, I go, you know, what's a strange fantasy I have? And I go, it's like it's low down on my fantasy scale. I go, but but it, it's if I ever win, if we ever if we ever get to a point where it's like we've got money to burn. Um, I go. I want to have a property. I'm going to build a build a big big garage on that property, where and, a, and it'll be like a mechanic, sh- like a custom built car shop, where I can finally build my dream car in that thing. And I go. I want to have enough money where I can pay Dave to come and live with us for a year. And all me and Dave do is just build that car. <laughs> and she she just looks at me and she goes. She goes and she goes. Well, where am I going to live? Because I'm not living with you two smelly cunts. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. That is hilarious. Because after we've been in the same room for a really long time, you walk out and walk back in and you think, oh, God. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Like, if we can't stand it. Like, no, somebody oh, it's else fine while you're there. It's like walking in and out of the toilet. You know, after you've... Been in the tour, yeah. you've had a you've had a terrible go of it, and you walk out, and then you and then you walk back in like five minutes later. It's like, oh my god, did, did someone did someone break in and use my toilet? Or was... hey, dude, dude. <laughs> Fucking s'mores. We've been given small sardines as treats. So oh like, no! And he he farted last night when we went to bed to the point where. Like I said to Anna, I go, did you did you fart? And she goes, no. And she goes, I can't smell anything. And I smelt the blanket because I was like, if she farted, the blanket's going to trap it. <laughs> and I could smell it in the blanket. And I was like, you f- like, I go, there's something wrong with this blanket, babe. And she goes, what do you mean? She she got up, she fucking smelt it, and dude, it lasted for forty five minutes. And it was like, it was it was like I I know people say it all the time, but it. Honestly, was the worst smell I've ever smelled. Nah, look, I'd, it didn't I'd, last forty-five yeah. minutes. That that thing was popping them off like uh, intermittently. It, it, it wasn't one fart. He was just going to town every five yeah. minutes. Did he, like, he, woke, <laughs> he woke me up the other night because one of them that was that bad, and I was just like, "You fuck, you kidding me?" Like I thought he's shit. I was like, "Something, <laughs> it's leaking out of you because it's it's just not dissipating." Are you saying uh, you've met your match car? Oh, dude, I honestly have. I really honestly have. I, I, I fucking can't wait for people to meet him and, and get a whiff of it because it's fucking horrid. And I'd, I'd oddly be proud. Like, people start throwing up around my dog. Yeah. Oh, we should just make him throw up. And, you know, just, like, <laughs> no, actually, he'd probably eat it and then fart worse. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, um, life's been good, boys. It's been mm-hmm. a it's been a hot minute since we've recorded. Um, yeah. But we've, we have been talking for quite some time already. So how about we get into Corey? Why don't you tell us what we watched this week and this why week. you picked it? Because our guests pick it. Well, first of all, can I just I just want to dial this back. I've had anxiety about this for like four years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, said, hey, you should do a guest on the podcast. And I'm like, but what movie do I choose? You know, and, and you guys have done so many episodes now. A lot of the ones I would have picked, you've already done, you know. 
Uh, I can tell by to this too. It, like it has been weighing on Corey's mind for like two years. Right, right. Because <laughs> there was a there was a threat that this was going to happen ages ago, <laughs> and um, and even then I was like stressing out. I'm like, like I've got a couple of gray hairs up here on the side, and I call them well, Evercast. You know. Let me let me <laughs> let me just say, man. Uh, if anyone picks shitty movies on this, like if anyone picks like the worst movies, it's it's generally me. Right. So you're you're all right. You'll be you'll hey, be man, fine. Hey man, there's nothing wrong with the '80s, bro. <laughs> I beg to differ. There's about five podcasts that I can fucking prove to you there is. <laughs> all right, all right. So on to, on topic. Um, so so I, I chose this movie for for a reason. Um, and as as regular listeners would know, uh, Michael and Carl, you both went to film school. Um, mm. And the reason I chose this movie was uh, more about the backstory than the movie itself. The movie itself is pretty good. Um, I think generally it scores, you know, your six and a half, seven out of 10 sort of ratings and things like that. Does not, it's not changing the world. Um, but did, did, did any of you guys look into the backstory just out of interest? Um, I, no. I, I remember you telling me to, and I totally fucking forgot. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I told you not to, because it's more interesting if you find out afterwards, but I, I've known a little bit about yeah. it. Um, not, not in depth. I think I've look. I've heard, I've heard something about it in passing about how he, he just was this his first film, and he just sort of went and shot disaster places. So, something? so here's what happened, right? Gareth Edwards uh, is a British guy. <clears throat> he got his start. Um, he fell into working in um, in I think it was the BBC. He was one of those guys who who adopted like computer graphics and stuff like that um, out of his garage earlier early on in the piece, right? So what was happening was he was making all of these goofy videos where he would like put CGI in like a CGI character onto his driveway or something like that. And so people got a hold of these, like he'd shop around, he'd talk, you know, try to get back, break into to make directing or making things or whatever. Mm. And people would always look at his reel and go, what's this bullshit with the CGI? And he's like, Oh, I just, I just did it. And they're like, dude, we pay um, companies hundreds of thousands of dollars to do that sort of shit. Um, how about you just come and do that for us? And so he got sort of hooked in, I think, like I said, with the BBC, just doing um, some some low budget sci fi shows, really bad stuff, like not nothing great. But he was saving them a shit ton of money. And so what would happen is every time you'd be like, "Hey, man, I want to go direct something," they'd be like, "Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, just keep doing what you're doing," because <laughs> you know, like it was it was the cheapest way that they could get the result that they wanted, right? So they never right. gave him the opportunity to step out of that that niche. Um, and this went on, this, this like paraphrasing the story quite a lot, but essentially he bumped into somebody somehow um from um oh, what's the studio um vertigo and and again they sort of stumbled on to his stuff he showed him a reel or something and and you know they're huge in independent films and stuff like that and so you know they were looking at his stuff and they saw he'd done some things that looked like hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget stuff that he did for three-fifths of fuck all right so hmm. um having no directorial experience or anything like that. He's like, I want to direct. I want to make something. And they're like, all right, have you got any ideas? And he's like, um, I got this idea for a monster movie. And they're like, when do you think you can start shooting? (laughs) And he's gone. And and this is like one of those stories where he's had every door slammed in his face for like five, 10 years. Right. And, and they've given him a fucking, a start date basically in, in, in the initial meeting. They're like, when, when can you shoot? And he's like, 
three months. <laughs> and they're like, fuck. And he had no idea because he hadn't written it. He hadn't scouted locations. He hadn't done yeah. anything because this is all the kind of things that, you know, most directors will have a crew doing, or at least they'll understand the time it takes to, to develop everything and whatever. So he basically, three months later, he was boots on, boots on the ground in Mexico shooting the movie. Fuck. And yeah. he had his two actors. And as far as I'm aware, everybody else in that movie is, is someone they found on location. They just went up oh. and said, hey, you want to be in a movie? Um, he had, and because what would happen is that they'd, 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 they'd roll around into towns and shit and they'd go up to locals and say, hey guys, have you got anything interesting around here we could, we could shoot some footage at? And they'd be like, oh yeah, there's a fucking, some wrecked boats on the beach down there. You could go do that. And so he'd get down there and he'd be like, fuck, this would be way better for this part of the movie. Like we could use this backdrop, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the whole thing was shot guerrilla style. Like it was all location things like all the, the the final act where they get back into America and they're sort of trekking through that, that town that's been decimated. That's mm. not a set. That's hurricane Katrina. Yeah. That's, you know? that's what, that's what I'd heard. Yeah. So they, they yeah. just wandered through there and they basically just using it's, it's pure guerrilla filmmaking, right? Oh, the cool thing, the, the thing I love about this is I actually, I wasn't actually hundred percent sure, but just before this, I clicked on his, his name to see, okay, wh- where did this lead to? What's he done outside of this? And his, his other directorial credits, he's like, there's only seven and there was, but you know, the, the first five or whatever, or the first four are stuff you haven't heard of. And then there's monsters in 2010, 2014, he directed Godzilla. And then after that, it was rogue one. Yeah. So, Fucking so right. That's <laughs> yeah. like, can you imagine your, your third movie you've ever made is, one of the one of the greatest Star Wars movies, in my opinion. Anyway, I fucking loved Rogue One. Oh, you know, dude, it's it's one of the best. Just even for that last three minutes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not, but yeah, like that. But that'll that'll give you an idea why I chose it because I figured that would be especially for Carl and, and Dave. Uh, sorry, um, Carl and uh, Michael. That that's probably right up your alley, whether you like the movie or not. You know. Yeah. Um, and I still think even even with all of that, the movie's completely cohesive. There's great character arcs, as subtle as they are for both of the characters. You know, they, they sort of, they, they definitely evolve through over time. Um, what I found really interesting about it, the movie's called Monsters. It's set against the backdrop of, of an alien infestation, you know, creatures and people dying. And there's, there's little hot spots of action that sort of keep you interested. But at no point does the heroes ever confront any of the creatures other than just passively watching them they don't try to understand how they work, what makes them tick, how to take them down, anything. It's a pure backdrop. Um, it's like, it's like a human interest story. It could have just as easily been, he's, he's a, a journalist um, helping somebody get through a war zone. It doesn't matter. The aliens are completely beside the point. Also, I want to point out that all of the visual effects were also done by Gareth Edwards in, in his house on his home computer. Fuck. Right? Yeah. You saw that movie. This is 2010, dude. This was a yeah. decade ago, yeah, and it still holds impressive. up. I, I told, there there are movies now that I see made in the past few years that the graphics don't hold up as well as that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, really, that's, really that's fucking good. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why I chose it. So, all right, have at it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, you're but did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I You're definitely on the money with why I'd be up um, my alley, just because it's like yeah, that whole like I knew, I knew, I knew from somewhere that 
the disaster pieces, like when he's walking at the end, when they're walking through the mm. states, like I knew that was a post like hurricane, mm. but I didn't know which one. Um, uh, I think it was Katrina. I, I could have yeah. answered but it's like, but it's like you can't. I feel like you can't replicate that. Like you, you can obviously tell that that's not a set. Yeah. And it's like, I feel yeah, like... But see, in a big budget movie, they, they'd CGI that. it and they'd build partial sets yeah. and they'd do it that way. But it felt more yeah. authentic, right? Yeah. And mm. it's that energy that the actors have with the environment. And it's just kind of like, yeah, like yeah, that, that's something there that they're touching it. They're feeling it. They can mm. see it. Like there's, there's destruction way into the horizon. It isn't a blue screen or a green screen. Yeah. And it's, mm. it, really, it really does come through. Mm. Um. But everything else, I didn't know. I didn't know like his backstory and stuff. So that that really is one of those. That's probably the closest you'll get to um, the sort of Hollywood success overnight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you said, like just looking at his directing directing stuff, it's like it's not until Monsters that it's like, oh wow, this guy makes like mm. films. Yeah. Like global successes. Yeah. Like and that, another interesting wasn't. another interesting point is that growing up he saw Star Wars and yeah. and he went, I've got to learn how to make movies. Cause cause the wow. first thing he, he said, I've watched a few interviews, he's like he he's told the story a bunch of times. Where he watched it and he goes, the at, at that age of like when he was seven or whatever and he watched Star Wars, he goes, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to join the rebellion and fight the Empire. And then when <laughs> someone told me that doesn't happen in the real world and it's not a real thing i went well then i'm gonna make movies and like star wars and fucking <laughs> he gets three three movies deep he's making fucking star wars yeah that's <laughs> fucking insane like i couldn't imagine like i'm i get chills thinking about it because i'm like uh i think we like it's no fucking secret how much we love star wars in this podcast but yeah. like imagine i couldn't imagine disney bro at this point now disney yeah coming up to you and being like, oh, do you want to make this Star Wars movie? Like, uh, like yeah. Like, I'll yeah. take a fucking film about Stormtroopers taking well, a dump. They have that responsibility, <laughs> too. Yeah. Hey, yeah. heavy as the crown, man. Responsibility. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. it. But fucking A. Um, but I think, I think I enjoyed the film, just even knowing that little, that little part of it as well. Because I'd mm. watched this, I'd watched this ages ago. I think I watched this um, not too long after it came out, and I remembered I remembered not really understanding it too much, just mm. because of you know this this is this is very what's the word nuanced I mm. suppose and yeah, it's very thing. subtle yeah yeah and and I didn't understand it back then um, you know now I'm studying film and especially screenwriting it's like it, I I understood it a lot more and that ending makes a lot more sense to me now. Um, mm. Especially when it was like they were just standing there watching these two, you know, quote-unquote monsters. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Like, it's not like yeah. they, they were going to, like, shoot it down or anything like that. It's like, you'd yeah. be awestruck, right? This is the first time they've seen one. And that, that's what I found really weird. What, what was interesting is, right, all the people in Mexico, it's par for the course, right? They're like, yeah, this happens every couple of years. A city gets leveled. You know, yeah. it's, it's just it's just life now, and and because they're sort of like living down there on the ground, it's people just get keep keep on keeping on. Um, yeah. But they they know like they're like, oh yeah, the 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 this is the infected zone. The trees are infected, and they're like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like these people from the states, they have no fucking clue 
that how, how the the gestation of the, of the creatures works or anything like that because all they hear about on their televisions is bombings and and firebombs mm. and this and that whereas down there on the ground they're like living in the, the woods where the fucking creatures you know reproduce and things like that like it was yeah, really interesting it's so much it's so much more obvious now like in hindsight like yeah. when you look look at and it the, through the, the concept of building a wall or <laughs> I am ahead of the time, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, surprised okay. Trump wasn't in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they should have shot it at fucking Trump Tower. Yeah. Um, the the even even the 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 subtlety of the word uh, the title monsters yeah. and it was just kind of like you. Like as I watched it, I was just kind of like, yeah, because this it's more of a human story, and like it's exactly like what you said, the monsters end up becoming a backdrop. Yeah, like they're, they're almost almost just another prop. Yeah, and they when you when you watch it, it's like no one does anything overtly terrible. Like maybe maybe the guy that sort of price gouges them on their tickets. Yeah, um, <laughs> like twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the chick that steals their passport and stuff, but it's just kind of like, yeah, but like that, that stuff, that, that stuff happens without the monsters. Yeah. That's, that's the danger yeah. of like tourism in, in yeah. the country. And, so. and it was just, it was just fascinating. And then even, and then seeing the ending where it's just like, you see these two monsters connect. I felt like for me, it was, you have the two characters, the main characters watching them. And there was almost this sort of realization on their faces where it was just kind of like these these things aren't inherently evil. They they are just things. Yeah. Like like fucking all animals. Yeah. Like they're not inherently evil. Yeah. It's they just don't like attack a anyone. I need to eat. Yeah. They and attack the people who attack them. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. Broke, yeah. Mm. yeah. And it's kind of like well, that's that's what animals do. But humans will won't do that. We will attack for no fucking reason. And it's like and it's obvious. Like even the the opening. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the the guys humming, what is it? Ride of the Valkyries. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Which was yeah. clever because that ties it into the final scene. You know that that's the same guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was something I seen. I, I, love, I love it when films do that because I totally forgot about it. And it wasn't until I heard him doing that. I was like, oh, that's the first scene. Yeah. That I totally <laughs> like, yeah, it's fantastic. But um, I, I appreciated this a lot more this time around. Um, mm-hmm. There was there was parts where it sort of it slowed down um, that I was just kind of like you like we could have kept going. Um, just I'm struggling to think of what parts because I just remember there was only a few scenes I was like ah oh, just my editing eye I was like I'd probably cut those out they're sort of mm. irrelevant. Um, but I, like that's the at this point I'm splitting hairs because it's like I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah, like it's one of those movies that's never gonna change the world. It's never gonna win an Oscar, mm. but you'd happily watch it again five years later and go, "Oh yeah, oh, Monsters, good movie." Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I even tell you, I even say this: uh, that that's the kind of film that I I would I want to make, like films mm. like that, where it's just kind of like, yeah, it, it would be absolutely great to for fucking you know somebody to be like, "Oh, you like Spider Man? Here, do the next one." But yeah, you know, <laughs> chances are it's never gonna fucking happen. So. Mm. I'd want. To, I'd rather make a film that's gonna last, even if it's a cult one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is definitely along those lines. But fucking, I've crapped on long enough. Dave, Michael, used to a uh, both quiet. 
I'll let Dave go first. Yeah, I'll, I just don't want to be having like you got four people on here. I don't want to. No, no, clambering, <laughs> clambering no. over the top of each other. No, <laughs> no I, I get that. No, I wasn't. That wasn't. I wasn't having a dig. Well, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be a little bit of a downer after you. You two have fucking sucked this movie's dick. <laughs> 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 you've got to fucking you've got to balance it out, right? Mm-hmm. Now, look, uh, having been told all the stuff that Corey said uh, about this, that it does give a, a new angle for me. Mm-hmm. But while watching it, I I did find it a little flat. Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, I I did really like the concept. Um, and like you like you say, like you point out the the fact that the the monsters are, are pretty much a backdrop and there's no there's no immediate threat like i felt like there was no immediate threat to them to the main actors apart from the the time when she's in the in the service station basically mm. like i know they got attacked on the road and stuff like that but mm. you know that they're the main actors so they're not going to die yeah but <laughs> so, but also so. there was that feeling of like you know uh, two first world travelers getting you know like what I, I actually felt like there was more tension when they were getting led around by like locals with guns, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. they're going to be robbed and found in a ditch. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I actually thought those the dudes. I actually thought they were going to. Yeah, like my mind going to a dark place, and I, I know this is probably horrible, but I thought they were going to rape her or something. To yeah, be honest, like, that's where my mind went. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, uh, like she's going to get taken advantage of. It's all. It's a bunch of dudes living in the fucking jungle. They, they're not seeing any any women and, and along comes this like girl and a dude uh, they kind of like club him yeah and, uh, anyway that was just that was just me being duck but <laughs> <laughs> um but another problem I, I had with it and it wasn't i don't i don't know i, I found i struggled to find the connection between the, the two main actors i i really struggled to find the the chemistry between them mm-hmm. um I f- like there was this there was this tension but it at times it felt like it was a, a really forced uh situation for them to be attracted to each other i mm. so so that kind of spoiled it for me a little bit as well um but other than that like the story i found fascinating i loved all that but at the end of it, I was just left feeling a little flat. But mm. yeah, fair but enough. Having, I mean, that, that, uh, that, that sort of like when you look in at IMDb, it's six point four out of ten. So it's, yeah. it's pretty divisive. I think most of the people who review it well are people going into it know the backstory and they're like, "Oh, this is a great indie film." Um, right. Whereas everyone else is looking at it and they're sort of reviewing it from the perspective of, of holding it up against you know, $30 million movies and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. having known, mm. having, having known that, uh, that he had three months to prep for this fucking thing that, yeah, then, the budget was half a million dollars. So I'd read somewhere he did it for 15 grand. I'm like, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. it looks like well, half that, a million. Well, and to be it. honest, it didn't do well either. It's like, I think it's grossed about one and a half million total. Right. So well, that, that, yeah, that leaves it as a phenomenal movie. Like when you've got, when you've got that time, and you know that he fucking did all the effects himself. Yeah. Like that That makes it, that changes the... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't uh, yeah. make it a, a better or worse movie, to be honest. But it, it no, gives it, it, doesn't, it, gives it that it, pedigree, all that sort of yeah. um, pro- providence that sort of, it's more than the sum of its parts, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and that's that's yeah. The, that's that's why I brought it because it's not like I said, it's not the best movie in the world. I didn't want to come in here being like this is the best thing ever, um, but I just yeah. thought it might interest some of you. You know, no, no, but that was it. Like when mm. it was over, I didn't I didn't get up off my seat and have a Carl moment after <laughs> you know some of the ones I've made him watch where he wanted to like punch a hole through the wall and <laughs> and fly to, fly up <laughs> to Sydney no, no. And, and strangle me. You know, like. <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll... Some of your ones, I'm, I was ready just to not do Death Cast ever again. <laughs> <laughs> You've broken me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it, it's still I still found it to be um, it, it was worth a watch. Okay, cool, cool, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Michael, Mister Fucking can't shut him up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <I'm hungry. laughs> um, <laughs> Will you stop talking <laughs> over the top of everyone? All right, that's enough. Can we? That's, can we that's the real up? reason why the like mine and Corey's podcast ended because he just couldn't shut me up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. Um, I'm actually kind of in between hmm. mm. the, the lovers and the well, I wouldn't say haters, but you're the six and a half man. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> in more ways than said. one. <laughs> it's like a fucking subway six inch. Uh, <laughs> they're girthy, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It was. It was good. There were things I I didn't like about it, which I'll get out of the way now. I didn't buy the romance angle at all. Mm. Like that to me was just yeah. I didn't feel it. I think I'm with Dave on that. There was no chemistry between the two. Um, that, and I think I'm just sick of seeing, like, anytime there's a movie where there's two main characters, they always have to fucking fall in love. Yeah. Like, every movie I see. Mm. Like, it just shits me now. Mm. Not, like, not, not, to, not to cut you off, but I'm, I'm fucking with you on that. And I, I mentioned that to one of my lecturers. Mm. And and he because one of the scripts that I've got, I'm like, I, this isn't this isn't a romantic love. This is sort of like a friendship love. Mm. And he's he's just like, yes, that's great. But then he sat me down oh, no. <laughs> like an hour, and he was telling me not 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 like lecturing me. He was actually like sort of educating me. Mm. And by the end of it, I was just like, yeah, you, you're a son of a bitch, but you're right. It's like I need that romance angle. That's what gets people. What yeah. put the butts in the seats, and I, I suddenly understood it. It's what gets but, the majority of people, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in the minority for a lot of things, but yeah, I just mm. like when I I'm gone off kilter here a bit, but um, when I watched Bumblebee for the first time, mm. and the chemistry between like Haley Steinfeld's character and the dude, and like he's obviously got a crush on her, she's you know, she could go either way, mm. but like they don't end up together at the end of the movie like he he tries to make a move a couple of times and she's just sort of like nah man nah i'm good yeah. <laughs> uh, to me that was very refreshing to it was see. very progressive yeah it just reflected real life and it was just yeah. like yeah this is how it goes for me hmm. <laughs> i like it <laughs> but, um, yeah and i was like yeah wow that that's actually really cool to see but anyway yeah going back to monsters i was like yeah um, you could have gone that whole movie without them falling for each other mm. um i suppose i guess the the counterpoint to that would be the end where they're looking at the two 
creatures and how they're communicating. Like you can interpret that mm. a thousand different ways. But like to me, it looked like those two were making a connection. They could have been fucking for all I know, but mm. they were obviously forming some sort of bond and then going their separate ways. And that's essentially what happens to the two main characters at the end as well. I mean, they, yeah, they bond, kiss, they get torn apart. Mm. Um, but yeah, like the the whole romance thing I didn't buy. The the design of the monsters I really loved, and I'm really loving the direction that a lot of movies are taking now with that. Because mm-hmm. like you know, you you watch a movie with aliens in it, ninety percent of the time they're humanoid yep. shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the other movie you were going to suggest that we already watched was um the one that Carl fucking made us. Watch. Oh yeah, uh, uh, altered, uh, altered, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, sorry, Carl, but that's one of my personal faves. No, no, that's all right, man. I fucking I thought I liked it, and um, I I obviously thought wrong. So. <laughs> I, just, I just love me a hillbilly story where they're catching them some aliens, man. <laughs> oh, dude, on paper that's uh, really fucking fantastic. Wait, Alton, is that the guts one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> That's, that's why I love that film is because of that scene and that scene alone. Yeah, hey, you know what I found out recently though that that just destroyed my whole world. Is mm. that you can't physically do that? I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a there's a membrane that connects your intestine to the to the the inner part of your body. So it, it's all like imagine like the length of your your intestine. Imagine a membrane going out from like the like a line of it that goes to the to the wall. That's why your guts don't twist around and stuff like that because they're stuck where they are. So you can't Damn. just yank it out like <laughs> what, what like a piece saying, of rope. What you're saying is that a, a a film lied to me. Wait, you know, anytime, anytime you've ever seen somebody get their abdomen sliced and their guts fall out on the ground, doesn't happen. Uh, yeah. You know, next time, I hope, I hope that I hope when the cinema's open like, again, I see that because I'm just going to shoot straight up to my fucking my, my, my fucking feet and just be like, "This is this is lies." Corey, hey, you know, you know making... what's even crazier? The fact that I learned that little tidbit of information on TikTok. Yeah, right. All there was right, a dude yeah. there showing he goes, here's a lower intestine. And that's see my how there's this right thing here. connecting it to That's you. my problem right here. You're making like you learn that somewhere. That's what you do on the weekends, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you would have left that whole TikTok thing out, I could have swore you fucking read a medical journal. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew the name of the membrane, that would have probably sold it better, you know. <laughs> Sorry, fucking that was a that was a deep rabbit hole for, for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Getting back to you, man. It only happens when I'm talking as well, right? Like, <laughs> 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 the most interesting points. Yeah, I'm just glad it wasn't me this time because it usually is. So you know. Oh, look! I'm dealing with three of you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's called the, the membrane. Is called a mysentery. There you go. A mysentery. Playing at home. Is it insane in there though? <laughs> well done. is a continuous set of tissues located in your abdomen it attaches your intestines to the wall of your abdomen and holds them in place so Wait, there you go so then, is that that is that how people get hernias then it's because that membrane splits i, I don't know how that works then it pops out sorry, well, yes. sorry. Yeah. i'll come better prepared next time yeah. back to you yeah. we're, not, we're, not, we're not calling you dr Corey yeah. ever <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Learning different languages. <laughs> what? What was your last point about the film? Uh, the design, the monster. Design. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Craftian. Like, yeah. Um, didn't really think of that, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I was saying like a lot of movies are going in that direction. Like you look at movies like this, um, Arrival, yep. the design of the planes, and that is very. I knew you'd connect that. Mm. Um, and uh, oh, I didn't connect that. Fuck yeah! Holy shit! The the, the movie Life with um yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh right, good yeah, movie. Sure. Uh, mm. The alien in that is very yeah. like it evolves to adapt to its surroundings. So it's like developing oh, sort of things so it can fly around in gravity and anti gravity mm. like mm. that. Like. I really like when people design aliens to not look like us. Yeah. And uh, I think another another big sort of, um, what's the word, I guess, sort of, I don't uh, I guess Rick and Morty is another good example. Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of their, the box. Yeah, they're just like mishmashes of fucking body parts and ooze. Yeah. And it's like that's. That's what I feel like a lot of aliens would actually fucking look like, you know? Like, they wouldn't be walking around on two legs, having five fingers, five toes sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah, well, they wouldn't be bipedal, essentially. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they could, for all I know. I'm just saying, like, the, the possibilities are endless. And, like, for most of pop culture's history, aliens have been two arms, two legs, big fucking bug eyes. So yeah, that's, you, that's because they had to have an actor playing them. Yeah. 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 But do, do you also think of a massive part of that, though, is that sort of science, like real-world science has sort of caught up? Is because mm-hmm. it's like... I remember this first being a big a big point in the sci-fi film with um, Evolution, the David mm-hmm. Duchovny film. And it was like... What it's like a, yeah, it's, it's a great film. Like, it's a comedy film. But I think they actually talk about silicon-based life in that, and they, they talk about how... The basic building blocks of life can either go left or right, and it's either carbon or silicon. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like we just happen to go the carbon route, and this is, the, you know, all all life on Earth is carbon based. But there could be a planet out there in the universe that's silicon based life, and they're not going to look like us. They will. They they may not have forward facing eyes. They may not have mm-hmm. you know limbs. Like they may be something we can't even imagine. Because it's over the course of millions of years of evolution, yeah. And it's like I'm I'm actually starting to see that too in in films. And the the more we see sort of bipedal aliens, humanoid aliens, they're not actually aliens. They're us from a distant yeah, future. It becomes <laughs> less believable. Hmm. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, it it is it is very interesting. Like the last, I think the last film that I watched what was it. Uh, the color, the color out of space. Um, Nick Cage. Fuck, that was good. Mm. That that was so good. And it was like, yeah, this. They 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 done. They paid paid homage very well to to Lovecraft um, in that story. But that sort of alien, where it's like you you can't even comprehend it, sends you mad. Mm. And it's done really well. And it's just kind of like, yeah, I feel like that's well, what, what was this. Uh, the color out of uh, the color out of space. So is, came, it, is that something it, you'd recommend watching? Or ah, uh, yeah, definitely. Maybe if not. Yeah, Dave, I'd say watch it, but it's it tends to lean into horror. Mm. Uh, um. So, yeah, up to you. I've got your discretion advice. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that that is an interesting point. The aliens. I, I've I have been noticing that trend myself. That's mm. um. I like it. I really dig it. Because I think it just breeds creativity, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just like, oh, it's like, oh, fuck, here is something you haven't seen before, but you've seen time and time again. 
Mm. Like, you know the structure, but you haven't seen it done this way. Mm. Like, oh, fuck. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So, what was the, what was the next point? Uh, I don't think I got there yet. <laughs> but, um, the movie overall was good. Like, the story was solid. Like, not the greatest fucking story in the world, but it's how it was presented. It was very... Uh, a lot of tense moments. Um, yeah. A lot of build-up, too. Like, almost to the point where it was kind of getting frustrating for me. <laughs> like, I think it was... There was a point where before they even got to the point where they were going on land. Like, this is... You're still thinking that she's going to go on the boat and fuck off and whatever. Like, I think she was standing at the dock and, like, she's like, you know, you're on oh, my passport's, like, in your room or whatever the fuck. Hmm. By the time it got to that point in the movie, I'm like, can we just fucking go? Like, Yeah, let's start on <laughs> the journey. <laughs> like, holy shit. And then... I was promised a journey. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they were, they were in that town for way too long for me. Hmm. Um but um, once it did get past that point and you started changing locations and they started moving and seeing different things and like everything was progressing, it was progressing really well, uh, acted really well. I love Scoot McNary, by the way. Mm. He's so fucking, mm. he's such a good actor. Um, chick I've never seen before in my life. Probably will never see again. Don't yeah. really care. Apparently she was in Godless, dude. She was in that as well? Apparently, yeah. yeah. So they were both in it. <clears throat> Dude, uh, did, at any point, do you, did you look at him and think, Lex Luthor's going to blow you up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, that dude's in Godless, and Godless is fucking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, overall, liked it. The concept is really good. Mm. And knowing the whole backstory that Corey's fucking just dumped on me. Yeah. <laughs> Like like Corey said, it doesn't make the movie better or worse, but it no. does give you a. It does. It makes it interesting though. Interesting as yeah, fuck. It does mm. give you a new perspective on it as well, and you can probably come away from it appreciating it more and appreciating the work that went into it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, on a sort of fanboyish note, because I love I loved his Godzilla. Yeah, I man. Solid it. movie. Watching watching monsters, you can see why they got him to do that Godzilla. Because, like, watching that Godzilla, he teases Godzilla a lot. Yeah, and, it's very mm, proto. Yeah. Yeah, you get you get a lot of the teasers of the creatures in Monsters as well, and mm. you finally get the end, the climax, where you just sort of get them in full view. But well, I mean, think about it, though. Like, the parallels there. Like, Godzilla was really about, again, Godzilla was a backdrop of a human story. Yeah, um, well, and, 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 and like they, they occasionally they'd be like, oh, you know, but essentially the idea of that movie was they eventually just stood back and let Godzilla do his thing. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's the same thing. Like, it's like, uh, let's just get out of his way, you know? Yeah. Which, which, which in the original Godzilla as well, he has maybe like 15 minutes of screen time. Yeah. Out of mm. two hours, which yeah. we've done Godzilla for the podcast, right? The original? Yeah. 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 I was so, going to say, it's very, it's very Toho-esque where they, like, the perspective of like that, the Gojira, the the original, it's very much the people's perspective. Mm. Oh yeah, it's mm. the people's story, and yeah. it's just kind of like yeah, it's it's no wonder that sort of a no brainer when you think about it. It's just like yeah, well if you're gonna get someone, you're gonna reboot this fucking massive franchise, yeah. you want to get the guy that's already fucking done it. Just yeah. just hasn't had Godzilla in it yet. Yeah, that's basically yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much me. Um, I can't Just fucking watch Godzilla, yeah. to be honest. 
I look, I look yeah, in, that reveal at the airport, like, man, you have a good sound system. That's yeah. Like, Holy it's, shit, dude. I, I watched King uh, King of Monsters again, like, a few weeks ago. Oh, God damn it. I love that one, too. But it's just like, I just want to watch monsters slapping the shit out of each other. Like, mm. what cool. more... What more do you want? You know what I mean? They've thought of something. No, no, I'm just, I just, I just honed in on that comment. Like, I just want to watch monsters slapping the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it flew past, and then I really thought about it, and it got funnier and funnier. <laughs> it's like, like, you're right. I do want that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there, there is a reason why that's so funny. Like it's you because... say that, but then like you picture like Kong and Godzilla having like a slap fight. Like those, he like, it's <laughs> like open, open hand bitch slap contest. <laughs> they put big rubber ha- rubber foam hands on them. <laughs> Godzilla's number one. Um, yeah, fucking good, good guest pick. Thanks, Corey. man. I've been brought on. I'll tell you what, man. That anxiety paid off because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a last minute. A last minute. I call an audible because I was like, I was thinking about a bunch of other stuff, and I'm like, ah. Oh, and I said, Have you seen Monsters? And Marsh was like, No. And I figured if he hasn't, then there's a good chance you guys haven't. So mm. I'm like, Yeah, all right, fuck it. Because I know it was pretty small indie film back in the day too. I didn't even know why I ended up watching it. Um, yeah, yeah. Just I just somehow caught it. You know, back in the oh, day. Get the step in that story. He's like, "Have you guys watched Monsters?" I was like, "No." And he's like, "All right, I'll go with that." And he's like, "Oh, wait, wait a minute." I pick altered, and I'm like, "Already done it, man." And I'm like, Fuck, <laughs> "Monsters, Monsters <laughs> is the chest." <laughs> it was, that's it's funny because it's like, just there's there's so many films like especially from like say the 2005 to maybe 20 2012. So many films in that po- pocket that I've watched. Um, I that think. I've totally forgotten about, mm. Yeah. Mm. and and it's like I've watched Altered in there. I'm pretty sure I w- that's when I first watched Monsters, yeah. and there's all these like gems that mm. it's just kind of like I just I've just completely forgotten about. It's not until somebody mentions mentions it or whatever, and I'm like I ha- I have seen that. Yeah, they're all in the but, in the six ninety eight bin at JB Hi Fi. It's just kind of funny. That was like the period in our lives where like we would be going to the movies multiple times a week. Mm. Yeah. Three or four times a week or multiple times in a day sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So much to watch. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. I, like, I'm a lot more picky. Like, oh, if I get a drop for something, I'm like, that looks kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, even, I think, I think it's because it's like every, every, even if it's not a blockbuster film, it's marketed as a blockbuster film. Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, look, this is something that can definitely wait till rental. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't need to go to the cinemas to watch Ben Affleck play an alcoholic fucking coach. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's. Fu- I'm sure it's gonna unless be he's an alcoholic coach by day and he fights crime in a cow at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm that. <laughs> um, that's that's yeah. the double edged sword though. Like, because they're the kind of movies you want to go out and support. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sick of seeing the fucking the yeah. Disney cookie yeah. cutter bullshit which is what everyone goes to see That's like point. i wanted to go watch richard jewel in the cinema i just never fucking got around to it and like i feel bad for not doing it mm. sort of yeah so. well see i i will like for me it's more the effects 
of it now. Like I kind of want to go because I've noticed there is a noticeable difference when I'm watching it on the big screen. And mm. like I noticed that when I watched 1917 at IMAX, and I was just kind of like, if I were to watch this on a regular screen or even just at the local cinema, I'm like, there is absolutely no way I'd be as taken with it. And I'm like, I do need to think smarter about the films that I go to pay to watch. One, because it's money, but two, because it's like, it's time. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to waste my time. Like, watching, watching something that I'm like, this was passable, I'm never going to watch it again. Why did I pay $20 to come and see it? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's but, um, thing. like you got to take out a mortgage to go fucking watch a movie now. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bro. To have to have the full m- movie experience, like with popcorn and drinks and shit. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, I don't bother now. Like if 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 we go to the cinemas, I'll like if we want something, we'll go to Woolworths first or something. Oh, yeah, buy M and M. Any any regular person that doesn't want to spend like their fucking week's wages on a movie will probably do the same. I'll thing. tell you what though, this I think this. This global pandemic, we're going to see a lot of things radically changed because I've already seen um, a few articles now from like Screen Australia and a few other funding bodies that are like they've because all productions, no matter where they are, with if they're halfway through shooting or not, even in post production, they've halted all projects yeah. and they've shifted. Some of them even shifted a hundred percent of their revenue to online content, online media. Mm. So it's like we're going to see, I think we're going to see the landscape of films change a lot. We will probably still see fucking Disney, like the big the big studios releasing. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was yeah. thinking about that. Like since all the cinemas are closed, there's a huge release slate in the next few months of movies that are coming out potentially. I was thinking, I don't think it would rub people completely the wrong way if they adopted a pay-per-view model on like the likes of Netflix. So, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, like you can you can pay your your six ninety eight or whatever to to stream it now, as opposed to waiting for it to fall into its uh, you know Netflix or rental yeah. schedule. You know, even mm. like twelve dollars to see something like a brand new whatever the next blockbuster is. Everybody can watch it in their homes oh, without having. Dude. There's no yeah. cinema to go to, right? Dude, so, 100%. Yeah, option. Well, think about well, it. Even even twenty bucks. If mm. you're getting if you're getting two people in your house, you're already saving. Yeah, you're already cheap, saving right? them, yeah, than what you're. All right, you don't, you're not getting the cinema system. experience, but yeah. you're still. Yeah, it's dude. like, but but see, well, I'm looking at it like they can't just go. All right, we're writing off this hundred million dollar production um, straight to Netflix because. Mm. It would fall outside of Netflix's model of how much they're willing to pay for something, I'd say. Um, yeah, definitely. but and, and they'll lose all that box office revenue that's partially what funds these movies, right? So they mm. need to recreate the box office, but at home with some sort of a pay-per-view thing. And it's, it'll be pay-per-view for three months. And then you can like, it'll maybe drop in price to like a rental price of six ninety eight or something like that. And then eventually it'll just become free to watch, you know? Yeah. Um, but... There, there needs to be that opportunity to still support like the movies um, with that box office revenue, but also, um, you know, have, have the option to watch it as opposed to just not watch it and, and have yeah. never knowing when it's going to be released. Cause the big problem yeah. is going to be how they're going to schedule when everything, when the cinemas reopen, everything's already scheduled. So yeah. they're going to have to yeah. dump all yeah. of these current movies on top of the other movies. And you know, it's like when there's a big release one week, six movies come out, five movies suffer. 
you know yeah, yeah. well it's 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 com- it's a competitive market anyway like yeah. like that's that's why they they stagger these releases and release dates are constantly sort of in flux up until the film's actually in the final cut stage yeah because it's like you like you you'll have and it's and it's they're going off of market metrics as well it's like mm. So the what is the state's summer is our winter. So that's why through our winter we have all these blockbusters released. Yeah. Because they're some like everybody's like all the kids are at home and families are out and holidaying and stuff, they want to go to the cinemas to to watch things. So it's like but now you're gonna be pushing all these films that'll be that should have come out in in their winter, which they were kinda of like, oh, you know, it was probably a risky fucking date to begin with. Now you've pushed it into blockbuster category yeah. where it's going to be coming out the height of fucking summer. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, like what you said, it's like, you're going to push people all into this one cinema then. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. and all these other films are going to suffer. But like, you, uni- I think it was universal, at least um, seven or eight films that were supposed to be going to the cinema, but because everything's closed down, they're just like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it here. You can rent them. Wow, um, okay. that's cool. It was like, oh, right. Sonic. Yeah, they're missing um, a big chunk of change back. there, though, but it's, it's chunk of change uh, they probably lost anyway. Yeah, well, that's just yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, something back instead of nothing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but it's also, like, yeah. I, I would be willing to pay, like, 20 bucks to see a movie, like a new release movie at home, based on the sheer fact that I won't have another motherfucker talking <laughs> next <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Like, unless, unless I've been you know, drinking like a lot, but yeah. other than that, you know, you're fine. You know, like this, this is the, this is the only problem I have. Like I, with all of that idea of, of releasing films for home streaming rather than cinemas, because there is a part of me that I'm like, I do like to watch some films in an atmosphere. Yeah, and that's like, that's- yeah. yeah, and it's like, well, I feel a big part of the problem is, especially here in Australia, is that there's no more sort of mum and pop cinema houses yeah. anymore. Yeah, they're but Jumeric Street in Campbelltown still open. <laughs> 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 it's the last one. It's hanging on but, by its claws. Yeah, see, yeah. God damn it! it's just kind of like, so down, down here in Melbourne, I think we've got three or four, but I think mm. even there's like two of those three or four, are, they are part of a franchise. Yeah. They just don't make it sort of publicly known. Yeah. And they don't play blockbusters. Like, they, they will play. Like, I went and watched the fucking documentary at one of them about a um, fashion designer. Like, yeah. that, that would never get played anywhere else. Mm. Um, and it's like, I think we need more cinemas like that. Like, yes, play the fucking Disney films and the Pixar films and stuff like that, like get, you know, get the kids in and, you know, that's how you can probably stay, stay afloat, but put on the fucking, the films that are, that were made for 70 grand and shot on a fucking iPhone, like by yeah. some, you know, 19 year old <laughs> kid. Like, you know, you know what they need to do? They need to adopt a strategy like the atmosphere strategy. So there's a button where, where you can, you can watch the new release movie on Netflix or you can hit a button and the screen shrinks and you see a bunch of people's heads in front of you, and then on your surround sound behind your head, there's some fuckwit like making yes. wise ass quips yeah. in the background that you want to just throw popcorn at. Oh, and shit. Kid, but you just get the full cinema experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah someone, someone's It's like some dude talking to his mates, or there's a baby crying. Yeah. Or- and then, and then every now and then you get different different audio channels, so you can switch between what you want to annoy you. Yeah. yeah, and you get and you got to get the one dude that's yelling out, "Shut the fuck up!" Shut the fuck up! 
<laughs> that's just somebody constantly ruffling a bag of M&Ms. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then like a quiet moment happens and you can see them like just really surreptitiously just still trying to get to it, but like just one crinkle every few seconds and it's even more infuriating. You know? Yeah. Or somebody's I mean, just put a chip in their mouth right when the sound cuts out and they're like... I'm telling you. I think that was me with Marsh one time, Marsh. I think I bought I bought uh, chips, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. And like, I, think, I think I think Marsh was even was like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I like, Dude, I noticed that recently because we usually whenever we go to the movies now, we usually just go to Gold Class because it's pretty rare that we go, and mm. um, they got choc tops now that are kind of more like Cornettos, and they come in these plastic foil bags, right, like huh. chips. But they're the noisiest motherfuckers to open yeah, that I've ever seen. And the next time we went back, they now give them to you upside down in one of their little glass like bowls. So nice. they, they they pre-open them and they bring them in open. Although now they wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'd be spraying them with Glen Twenty. <laughs> Glen Twenty chopped off. Nice. <laughs> they just come in a fucking can of Glen Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God damn. But um, I think that's it, man. Mm. I think we've talked for a good fucking hour. Right on. Yeah. So thanks, thanks a lot, man, for coming on. Um, don't get anxiety for the next time you come on. Just... <laughs> I'll, I'll start <laughs> thinking now. I'll get it out of yeah. Just, just, yeah. just. We want to get you on. Actually, you know what? You know what? I want to make a call. Have you, you know what? I, I, I'm putting it out there. Like you know, I don't know when this is going to happen again. Yeah. When was the last time you guys watched the movie Hackers? I've never seen oh, it. Oh my god, I, I almost watched it a couple months ago, but I didn't. Oh, I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. That might yeah. be a good choice. It is right. look, honestly, I watched it again for for a, a reason which I can't go into um right now on the podcast. However, <laughs> um I, I can talk about it off air. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> however, I watched it and I was I didn't realize so much of my rhetoric, like my, my vocabulary. Cause you know, when you're, cause I watched that when I was like 14, 15, right back in the, yes. I think it was 98. It came out somewhere around there. Yeah. And, um, and no, no, not even, uh, earlier, like no, no, 91 or something, whatever it was, it was super early. But anyway, I watched it when I was a kid and so much so a dialogue, still- like, you know how we always quote the Simpsons and Kevin Smith movies and shit. Well, the formative years for Corey was Bill and Ted, Wayne's World, and Hackers, apparently. Because I watched this movie back and I've gone, fuck, I've been saying that for 20 years. You know? Um, and uh, it's, you know, I watched it again and I, I messaged my buddy who was like, we were thick as thieves in high school, my friend Lincoln. Shout out to Lincoln. And, um, you know, I was, I was just texting him going, holy shit, dude, all of this stuff that we say all the time is from Hackers. And he's like, right on, you know? And like, um, and he goes, dude, and he, he summed that movie up so perfectly. He goes, dude, that movie sucks so good. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so like niche and it's, it's one of those movies that, that tries to sort of capture that tech, you know, um, hyper, oh, was, uh, hang on, let me look it up. Uh, but, 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 you know, it, it was back before they had decent, um, it was Angelina Jolie's one of her first movies, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, it was ninety ninety five. Holy shit! Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, but they tried to make this cyber movie kind of thing, so it's got a lot of effects and CGI in a time when there wasn't effects and CGI. <laughs> you know, but it's one of those movies where every single line in it, the ca- the characters are all a bunch of freaky kooks, right? And every everything they they say sounds like a soundbite. There's no conversations. It's all all just one liner. Like it's it's that 
distillation of that whole 80s to 90s movie effect action movies where every line had to be a snappy retort or a snappy thing this is a movie that doesn't have dialogue it has quotes you know and i think if you watch it you'll you'll get that but anyway look we won't go into that like as far as another podcast but if you get a chance check it out but put on your it's 1995 and it, this movie just is is like like Lincoln said, it sucks so good. So maybe check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I think that's Corey's pick for. I think like, you've already picked your fucking your next film that we talk about. <laughs> like when we when we can see it, I'll, we'll be watching Hackers. All right, cool. You'll, and you'll be on. Because <laughs> I fucking I, I have been wanting to watch something to watch in the next few weeks that I've got off. So yeah, hey, yeah. look, it's it's bear in mind, man. It's dated as fuck. No, no, but in no, a that's good right way. up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've moved from the eighties to the nineties now. Yeah. Well done. Um we're getting closer. Um but man, thank thanks a lot for jumping on with us. No worries. Um it's finally happened. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> you can man, a- any any time you want to come on, man. Yeah, right you're more than welcome. That that he that I think that um invitation doesn't extend to too many people. So Great. I yeah. appreciate that. Nah, that's all good, man. Um, Dave, Michael, anything you want to add? Uh, Hackers came out in Australia in 1996. So right, okay. Oh, so I was 19. On. Okay, fair enough. God damn. Mm. Yeah, nothing nothing for me. Yeah, that's all I got. Like, I just want to say that. <laughs> all right. Well, good, fucking, good chat. <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, until awesome. next week. Pull your finger out. Oh, it's squeaky.